0: Welcome to the Be Healed Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I've got a question for you. If you could learn something that you could begin doing today that will absolutely break the bondage of sickness and disease in your life, would you want to know about it? Well, if the answer is yes, then this episode is for you. It's entitled How to Break the Bondage of Sickness, and in it, I'm going to be sharing a specific key that you could begin implementing today, and I tell you, you're going to see results. Now, I've been involved in the healing ministry for almost 25 years, and I can tell you that there are things we know from the Word of God that work, things that get results, things that release the miracle power of God, and I'm excited to share one of those keys with you today. Now, before we get into the teaching today, I want to offer to you a free resource from my most recent book, Unleashing Heaven's Breath. In it, we give you a free chapter that actually is going to tell you the detailed story of how I got healed of cancer. Now, It's really not about my story, but it's rather about how God revealed that He's a healer and what He did and how I received that healing that's going to bless you in your own situation. So I want to give that to you for free. All you need to do is text HEALING to 94000. Just text HEALING to 94000 and we'll make sure that you get a PDF version of that chapter to bless your life. Okay, let's get ready to learn about a key to help us break free from the bondage of sickness and disease. When somebody gets diagnosed or begins to experience the symptoms of a sickness or a disease, it impacts their entire life. There are some who maybe try to keep it very scientifically or medically driven to think only about cells and bacteria, viruses, carcinogens. But let's face it, when it hits our life, it's more than just those things. It's an attack against every area of our life. And I want to tell you that sickness and disease is something that comes from the enemy. It is not the will of God in the life of human beings. It is something that aims to steal, to kill, and destroy. John chapter 10 says that the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. So, whenever there is the presence of sickness, which steals, kills, and destroys, it is the presence of the thief trying to steal your life, trying to destroy your destiny, trying to take away things that should be in your life. And we need to understand that all of sickness and disease is a type of bondage. It is a type of prison. And anyone who has suffered especially with chronic pain or dealing with these kinds of things will attest to the truth that says it's a prison. Even people who are suffering with emotional bondages and emotional difficulties and traumas and mental illness, it is an internal prison. In fact, many would say that dealing with sickness and disease is in fact a prison. It is bondage. And so when we're thinking about breaking free from sickness or disease, we're thinking about breaking free from something that is holding us, breaking free from something that is binding us, oppressing us, and keeping us down. This is why the language that's used in the Christian faith is often deliverance from, saving from. Rescuing from, released from. These words are used synonymously with being healed because to be healed means that you're released from the enemy, released from the curse, released from the sickness, disease, or bondage. And so it's very healthy to look at sickness and disease for what it is something that is holding. Someone back, holding someone down. And very tragically, we also know that if not dealt with, if not overcome, that it will steal years away from a person's life. And too many people are leaving Earth before they've completed their destiny, before they've completed their assignment. And I want you to know, no matter who you are, that God has a plan, a purpose. And he's got a destiny. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that, that we are his workmanship, that we were created in Christ Jesus. We're his masterpiece. And it describes that we were created for good works that were prepared beforehand. And I want to encourage each and every one of you, no matter how young or old you may be, there is work that the Father has for you. He says in verse 10 of Ephesians chapter 2, it says, in which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Yes, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God has already prepared wonderful, beautiful things for you to do. And God wants you to finish your assignment. God does not want you to go with Him and spend eternity without you fulfilling that which He prepared for you. Also, God is a wonderful Father. He's so wonderful and His goodness is beyond description. And that good Father doesn't want you suffering. That good Father doesn't want you in prison. That's why He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, because He wants Jesus Christ to liberate and to free us from those prisons. So you can't look at sickness as something to embrace. You can't look at it as, well, it's God's will in my life. Why would God deliver you from his own will? How could you even pray to feel better if it's God's will for you to be in pain? You'd be praying against the will of God. So embrace it. Allow yourself to embrace the goodness of God that He doesn't want you in pain and you can pray to be free from pain because He doesn't want you to. He sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross to suffer, to be whipped, to be beaten, and to be crucified so that you and I can be free. We therefore need to embrace the reality that whatever bondage we're experiencing in life that we need to resist it. We need to resist it in every single way. You will not be experiencing freedom from something you're embracing. You must look at sickness and disease for what it is. You must renounce all agreement with it. And you must declare, I'm a child of God. I was made to be healthy. I was made to be uh, free. I was made to fulfill my destiny. And you can declare it strongly and you can resist it and you can begin to do it with effectiveness. And so I'm going to share from the book of Acts. What a wonderful book. I love the book of action. Acts is short for action. And we see so many things happening inside this historical record of the first century church that will absolutely give us kind of a spiritual uh, adjustment. Like you go to a chiropractor and you get your spine aligned. Well, the book of Acts helps to align things in our life to see the kind of life that God wants us to live. I'm going to pick up a story from Acts chapter 16 in verse 16. Paul and Silas are on their missionary journeys and they were in a city and a certain slave girl in verse 16 uh, possessed with a spirit of divination, uh, met them and 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 that that woman who had that spirit of divination, uh, she was possessed with it. Brought those uh, bosses, brought those people a lot of money. And it says in verse seventeen, it says the girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, "These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation." Verse 18, And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city, and they teach customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans, to receive or observe. Verse 22 now. Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Verse 24 now. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Now, this is an amazing piece of history that helps us to understand that Paul and Silas were operating on mission for Jesus they come against the power of the devil because the spirit of divination and fortune telling is not of God. That is of the devil. So no Christian should be in any way, shape or form engaging or operating with any of those kinds of necromancy or divination arts or anything like that. It's witchcraft should never go near it. And Paul knew that this spirit was the one who was operating in this girl. And that's why he knew with discernment and he commanded that spirit to leave. And it says in verse 18, and he came out in that very hour, that spirit left as soon as Paul prayed in the name of Jesus. Yes, the name of Jesus is powerful. Demons bow to the name of Jesus because when Paul prayed in the name of Jesus, He was praying in the authority of the King of Kings. And so that girl no longer was able to operate with that spirit because it had been cast out. And so it results in Paul and Silas being put into prison. And now I I take the time to cover this history because many times people are finding themselves attacked, not because they did something bad. But because they were obeying God. And there are people who are in the proverbial uh, prisons of sickness and disease, sometimes not because they did something bad, but because the enemy is attacking their life, trying to sabotage their life, trying to destroy their life. Even in abortion, It is very clear that there were times in which children almost were aborted, but then God saved their life. The mother did something to uh, protect that child, didn't go ahead with it, and we find out what that child did, uh, what wonderful things that they did, what wonderful servants of God they have become. And so the enemy is always trying to take us out, always trying to harm us, always trying to attack us. And in this state, We need to understand that Paul and Silas were being attacked by the enemy because they obeyed God. So don't be discouraged if sickness and disease has attacked you. Don't be discouraged if the enemy is attacking you because that is sometimes a demonstration that you're doing what God called you to do. And I've often said that if the devil is nipping at your heels, it really means you're on the right track. So Take it as an encouragement that uh, it's sometimes an evidence that you've got a destiny. You've got a purpose the enemy does not want to see come to fruition. Well, here we are. Paul and Silas are in prison. Now, it says, as I read in verse 24, it says, having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in stock. So I want you to get this picture really, really clearly. It says in the Bible that they were beaten. It says they laid many stripes on them in verse 23. Well, we don't see people beaten, fortunately, uh, too frequently, but this kind of beating with stripes, it was extremely painful. And when it says they laid many stripes on them, they would have been in a physically compromised position, meaning a lot of pain. This was not a pinch. It was not a little slap. It was not a little tap. This was an intense, severe, very painful situation that would have left open wounds, open sore. I mean, it is intense. There would have been a lot of blood and there would have been an intense amount of pain And so much so, it's reported that many people who have those stripes, many stripes laid upon them, wouldn't even be able to physically walk. It would have impacted them physically in a very, very traumatic way. And to make things worse, they're not taken to an infirmary or a hospital. They're taken to a prison and not just the prison, but the inner prison, the place that's the most secure, the place that it looks like you'll never get out of. And it's the place that they were put where there's darkness and they're put there and their feet are fastened into stocks. I can't imagine what that inner prison smelled like. I can't imagine what that inner prison felt like, but they are in a great state of bondage. I want you to understand that in sickness and disease and those who have dealt with it before we understand that it's painful. It's painful physically and it's painful mentally. And it is difficult sometimes to even read the scripture, to listen to the scripture, or even listen to this podcast. It is difficult to concentrate sometimes on anything. And then on top of the pain, on top of the diagnosis, you're dealing with the fears the enemy is giving you about what's going to happen to your life. It is often overwhelming. And it's something that cannot be really done in our own strength. We'll get tired, we'll get fatigued, and it's going to be difficult. But I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you that God is behind you. He's with you. I want to encourage you that he is not leaving you and he has not left you. You see, when they put Paul and Silas into prison, they brought Jesus who was in their heart and living within them, the kingdom of God also went into that prison because the kingdom of God is within those who have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And they went into that prison and Jesus is in that prison. And despite how they felt and despite what was going on, they do something amazing. Verse 25 reveals it. It says, But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. What? How can this be? Wait, they're in physical pain. It didn't matter. But wait, they should be discouraged because they're there because of obedience to God. That that didn't matter. Wait, shouldn't they be complaining? No. Shouldn't they be lamenting? No. Shouldn't they be talking to each other? No. Shouldn't they be crying? Shouldn't they be, uh, you know, uh, worried and upset? No. What did they do? At midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. They weren't even talking to each other. They were talking to God. Together they went to God. Together they talked to God. They were praying and singing. Oh, we've got to learn from this because this is a key that is going to immediately create a shift because these people, Paul and Silas, refused to give in to the situation. And they decided that they were going to pray and praise. And I want to tell you that prayer and praise mixed together are a powerful, explosive force of God's miracle power in your life. Satan wants you to have your head down. He wants you to give up. He wants you to throw in the towel. He wants you to talk to other people and say, how hard, how hard, how hard this is. But God is saying, talk to Him. Talk to your Creator. Talk to your Savior. Talk to your Deliverer. Talk to the One who bore those stripes for you. Talk to the one who loves you and pray and sing. Yes, in the middle of your bondage. Yes, in the middle of your prison. Why? Because that is going to break open the windows of heaven. It's going to release the kingdom of God in you. It's going to release the power of God in your situation. The Bible says in verse 26, something happened when they prayed and something happened when they sang. Now, I don't know how long they were praying, and I don't know how long they were singing, but I know that a suddenly broke in. Verse 26 says, suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. I want you to see this closely. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. Prayer and praise to God in the heavenly created an earthquake. (laughs) Let me say that again. The prayer and praise Reached God in the heavenly realm, but there was a quake in the earth, an earthquake. In other words, their prayer and praise accessed the heavenly realm, which moved the power of God on the earth. When somebody who is bound with sickness or disease begins to pray and praise, you are literally. Invoking or stimulating or activating the kingdom of God in the heavenlies, but it's going to come forth and show up in your situation on earth. Now, I understand full well that Paul and Silas were not dealing with sickness and disease in Acts 16. They were dealing with pain that was brought forth because of persecution. But is not the principle able to be received that in the attack of the enemy in a place of bondage and in a place of pain that they're able to pray and praise. Well, I fully believe that prayer and praise in every difficult circumstance is the response of faith. It's the response of reliance upon God. It is a response of spiritual maturity. It is a response that says, Lord, you are our help. You are our way. You and you alone contain the the deliverance that we need. In fact, I think it's even more reasonable that when we're attacked with sickness inside the body, that we should subject that sickness to praise and prayer within us. My goodness, when you begin to praise almighty God for who he is, for what he is like, when you begin to release prayer and praise, you are releasing a request with a declaration of how good God is. When you pray for something and you're praising him for his faithfulness, you're creating a spiritual spark plug, a spiritual explosion that says, God, I ask that you move in my body, and God, I know that you are faithful, and it creates faith, and it creates a release. Murmuring, complaining, speaking negatively, talking about the problem, testifying of how terrible the pain is, does not release the power of God. God's power is released because of faith, and you release faith when you pray and when you praise, God knows how difficult your situation is. And he's so compassionate and he's so loving. But I also know that he wants you to begin with whatever situation you're in to begin to pray and praise. And when you do this with faith, it will release you from the bondage of sickness. It will create an environment of such worship and such presence and such power that the authority of God is going to be released in your body. It doesn't matter if you're in an inner prison. It doesn't matter how strong the bars are. It doesn't matter how strong the prison is. It doesn't matter how many guards are there. It doesn't matter what your diagnosis is. It doesn't matter how long you've had that pain. It doesn't matter even if the doctors don't know what's causing it. It doesn't matter if they told you you have days to live. You bring God into that situation. You bring His promise into that situation. You bring His glory into that situation. You defy the prison. You defy the chains. You defy the sickness. And you pray and you praise and you release God into that situation. And your sickness and disease will fail to remain. It will fail in front of the presence of God. Your problem will fail to persist. It will fail to remain. And the bondage that comes from the enemy will fail to prevail. And that is why God wants us to understand this principle today. My goodness, if you are sick, you praise. If you have just got a terrible diagnosis, you declare the high praises of God that he is faithful. You praise Jesus Christ for what he's done on the cross. You praise God for the blood that was shed there. You praise God that he took the the whips instead of you and you boldly with great faith renounce that you'll ever remain sick and you can declare you are free in the name of Jesus. You are a blood-bought child of God. You are a prince or princess of the king of kings. You are a redeemed believer. You are a free person. You are righteousness in the eyes of God and you can go ahead and declare it. And you can command that sickness to leave. Go ahead and praise him right now. Go ahead and lift up your voice right now. If you're not driving, lift your hands to heaven and say, my God, I declare I believe you. My God, I declare I trust you. My God, I declare that I shall hold you. Lord, I praise you. You are faithful. You are good. You are trustworthy. You are my savior. You can declare you're my redeemer. You can declare, Jesus, you're my healer. And I bring you on into my prison. And I fully expect that my prison doors will swing wide open. I fully expect every demonic attack against the body to depart in the name of Jesus. You can go ahead and do it and do it faithfully, and do it powerfully. And I tell you, when your faith is strong, when your faith comes to that point that it's worshiping God in spirit and in truth, you tell that sickness, leave in the name of Jesus. You declare that demonic uh, rooted problem, leave, and they must go. They must go, and you will be free. You can declare that arthritis to be gone, and you will be free. You can declare it in the name of Jesus and you will be free. So I pray that this has blessed to you. I pray and I feel to stop this, this podcast now so you can go ahead and declare it. You can go ahead and do what you've learned. I pray you'll pull over and begin to declare it. I pray that you'll stop what you were doing before and that you'll praise him now. Prayer and praise is the key that will deliver people. Because it creates an environment of faith, an environment of anointing, an environment of glory by which you can command that sickness and disease, the very root of it, to leave your body in the name of Jesus Christ. It's there for you today. He has provided it for you today. So don't look down. Look up. Look up at Him look at his face of grace i'm going to pray for you right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i ask my king of kings that by the power of the holy spirit that there will be a massive movement of prayer and praise i declare a shift right now mentally spiritually emotionally in everyone listening to my voice that, God, there will be a shift out of fear, a shift out of lamenting, and a shift into prayer and praise. God, an anointing of the Holy Spirit that will hit them even right now, even as they are able to pray in their prayer language right now. God, elevate their prayer right now. Elevate their praise right now in the power of God right now, Lord. And as they pray and as they praise, I pray God for the power of heaven to create a quaking in their body, a quaking in their situation. And Lord, we command and tell that sickness to leave in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No more. Depart from them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Oh, I pray that you receive it because God wants you to and it's yours. Oh, I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that you will share these episodes, these teachings from the Be Healed podcast. Spread them out. Let people know about it, that they also may have that opportunity. And anyone, text HEALING to 94000, and that free chapter will come to you, and it's going to help you understand how healing can flow. I pray that you are blessed in Jesus, I look forward to talking with you next week. I love you. May God bless you and know that I am praying for you. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett. And you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.